Hello, welcome to the next episode of In Bed With Books. This is a bookish chat that I recorded with a friend of mine a few weeks back. Um, Upon editing all of our footage, I realized that there was just too much to try to squeeze into one episode. So here is part one of my bookish chat with my friend Kristen. Enjoy. I'm very glad that you were able to find a... um, a wedding dress that you like. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's been giving me a lot of stress and anxiety. I am bitter that it was the day that I couldn't make it. That's, that's not my fault. I know. This was planned months in advance. <laughs> but also, I'm glad that you didn't have to do more appointments and stuff. Yeah, I don't... It was just... The timing was so bad with how work was because of your enclosed. I was just like a stress nightmare. And now I just keep looking back at photos and I'm like, I hope I made the right decision. I think you did. I think so too. But the problem is none of the pictures show how sparkly it is. And so it's Mm. just like, it just looks like a fucking lace dress. And I'm Mm. like, this looks like every other person's dress. Yeah. But everyone swore to me that it was so unique. They're like, this is the most unique dress that you tried on. And I'm like, I tried on a black dress (laughs) and a purple dress. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But they, everyone think... was liked that one a lot better than the one with the like layered bottom that I was really into. The one from Friday, uh, I tried on a similar one. It just was layered way differently. Okay, because um, the one that you ended up going with reminds me of the one that I. Because the when we went out on Friday, mm-hmm. there was like the last two. There was the one that you ended up putting back. Yeah, on, yeah. And then I liked the other one that you were kind of like going back and forth on. This one reminded me of that other one. Yeah, I think where I was like back and forth is I think that the one I went with looked by far the best on me like yeah it fit in all the right spots yeah. it made me look very thin but it still had the big you know I don't want to say a lot about it because you're recording but yeah um I think it's the right dress it's just I Absolutely. look back at the pictures and I just it it doesn't encapture how I was feeling when I said yes to it mm-hmm. and then it's also, like, a phone picture, though. I know. And so I'm just, like, trusting it. Yeah. I'll see it in six months. Yeah. It's my dress, regardless. <laughs> like, I'm not getting another dress. Yeah. Um, but I feel like... I don't know. I feel like, because I've watched Say Us to the Dress all these years, that it's just, like, when you know, you know. And I don't yeah. feel like that was the case for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I don't think it could have been the case for me. I just don't think that's your personality. No. Because, I mean, it's a dress. I'm not like, oh my god, this is the only thing for me. Just like yeah. I'm not like that with when I was dating. I was like, yeah, I can, well, I can make anyone work. I was anyone can about fit to say into that because like having been on a date today, like I'm having to remind myself now that I'm like getting like officially getting back into the game after like dating in my early twenties, early and mid twenties. Like mm-hmm. early and mid twenties, it's all about like the spark and like there like there's got to be fireworks. There's got to be like you know you're reading all of the red flags and like. They look amazing because it makes you feel on fire all the time. Like, that's just dumb. Reality, though. <laughs> so dumb. It's, it, it is. It is. But, like, shows like Say Yes to the Dress apply that to, like, other things in your life. And you're like, yeah. actually, it's okay to, like, be contentedly happy with something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm, also, like, think about how you're going to look in this when Adriana gets some pictures of it. I was thinking that. I was also thinking uh, yesterday, I'm never going to wear this fucking dress again. <laughs> Yeah. That one is so much money for one day. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of money for one day. I saw this video. I was going to send it to you, but it also made me want to, like, claw my eyes out. But it was basically, like, 
this girl, it was like, oh my God, my daughter's so unique. Ha ha ha. Um, this mother got like a video of her daughter cutting the dress into like a cocktail length for the ceremony or for like between reception. the ceremony and the reception. Yeah. And was it the eighties one with the poofy sleeves? Cause I've no, seen that. No. Okay. Um, this is just a trend now, I guess. It is. There you- Which is so frustrating. Like that's just like all of that work, all of the like labor and all of the like the artistic effort that went into this is now just ruined. Yeah, but I've seen girls do that with their normal dresses where they're just chop like like hard cutting with scissors at yeah. in between the ceremony reception and coming out. And then the bridesmaids are doing it to their dresses and I'm like that looks horrible. It does. You just spent multiple grand on this dress. Yes. I think that's a nutcase thing to do, but whatever. Um, well, then the mom turned, because it was like a layered, kind of like the style that you, uh, yeah, the, the tiered bottom. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so she turned that into the layers that came off. She like sewed them into a jacket. Yeah. Into like like the, cool. the panels on a jean jacket for yeah. her. Yeah, it was very cool. And I was like, okay, that's like making the most out of like what could have potentially like been looked back on as like a really terrible situation. Yeah. Because imagine like all of the stress and everything helping you make that decision on your wedding day and then you look back and you're like I shouldn't have done that yeah yeah it's I don't know because I was I've been thinking about it a lot obviously yeah and I just like I think about my mom's dress I am very not wearing my mother's dress it is not (laughs) she loved princess die and I get that but I can't I can't do all the the frills and puffy sleeves and whatever um but, like, what's it doing? It's sitting in a box. Like, I wish yeah. that there was some way I could get a use out of it. Mm-hmm. But I might use her veil for my bridal shower. But then for my dress, I was thinking, because all of Sean's friends have gotten married in the last few years, like, mm-hmm. once we're all done getting married, we might do, like, a dinner party where everyone puts back on their wedding dress and wedding suit. Oh, that's It all comes sweet. together. Okay, that'd be nice. And do stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, I think then, like, you still get the use out of it, and it's still fun. And then it's yeah. also not in a space where your dress gets ruined. It'll be in my home. Yeah. Before I get too deep into the sauce here. Mm. All right. Well, today I am joined by oh. Kristen, my <laughs> longtime friend and associate, <clears throat> part-time colleague, uh, full-time lover, um, <laughs> uh, just okay. jokes. I wanted to say the worst possible thing when you put that glass to your mouth. Oh, you could have said so much worse. Oh. <laughs> This is my friend Kristen. She's got HPV. <laughs> that would have been worse. <laughs> this is my friend Kristen. She is surviving lupus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Me and Selena. Um, Kristen and I have been friends since high school. Um, we've lived together before. And recently, I mean, as that conversation shows, life is taking off pretty amazingly for her. We're all so happy. Um, but... We're trying to make, like, dedicated time to make sure we're catching up. And as usual, we are incorporating too much cheese and meat into that situation. Um, and we probably will regret all of it, but it's okay. It's we'll live. I won't regret it. This is the most important thing in my life right now. That's fair. Not you, the cheese. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the cheese, and then I was thinking not the wedding dress conversation we no. just had. Um, but yeah, uh, in the interest of making more concerted effort to catch up. For sure. Join us for a little bookish chat. Yeah. So what have you been reading? <laughs> Tell me, okay. Because I know you brought a book with you to be like, here's what I'm currently reading. I just don't remember the name of it. That's fair. Um, I'm not deep in it. 
But also, like, what are some good books that you've read lately? Are you asking me or are you prepping me? I'm asking you. Um, I should stop eating then. Good books. So. Or any books. I can give you a list of everything I just tore apart on Goodreads today. Let's start with a good book and then I want to hear some of the, some of the stuff okay. you tore apart. Yeah. Um, so I just reread Emily Henry, a few of her books. Cause I, I bought Happy Place last year and then school started. So mm-hmm. I was on my winter break and I was like, I'm going to read Happy Place. Really liked it. She's got like four books out right now. Mm-hmm. This one is probably bottom two for me, but it was still okay. like five stars. Like, yeah, really enjoyed it. It kind of, it, the main thing is it, it's not so much the romance as like her other books are. It's more about kind of friendships dying mm-hmm. as you get older oh, or sure. like cha- their friendships changing, I should say. Mm-hmm. Like there's more distance, like you having these monumental things happening in your life and you're maybe not picking up the phone and calling your best friend about mm-hmm. it. And so it was a lot of dealing with like that, like grief of relationships changing. And then also this relationship fell apart and mm. she's got to hide it from her friends because they're all meeting up together for this like annual vacation they used to do at this beach house. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> so it like, had the rich people element that mm-hmm. I really look for in a book. I really don't, I don't like reading about the pores, <laughs> but we just love to see how the other half lives. Yeah. yeah. So I really, I really liked it. I just came out and I was like, you know, she's got some other bangers. And then I went back and I reread Book Lovers because that one's my favorite. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, you haven't read any Emily Henry, right? Mm-mm. So that one, all of her books are typically not happy place. All the other ones are based in like people who work in the book industry. I can't imagine why as an author. She knows so much about that industry. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's like this girl who <laughs> has this string of men that leave her in, like, a Hallmark scenario. Oh, God. For, like, a girl whose family owns, like, a Christmas tree farm. Like, they go on vacation, and then they're like, you don't listen to me. And this girl whose family, this girl Valentine, or whatever the her stupid name is, mm-hmm. she she really gets me, and we're going to run the inn, and we're going to save the inn. And so she's, <laughs> she looks at herself as, like, that Hallmark trope, but she's the city one, big city gal that gets left behind. She's the girlfriend that we all want him to dump. Oh, oh that know. sucks. Oh, my God, I have to read this. It's amazing. Okay. I... I love that so much. Also, Emily Henry writes about uh, not children, which is really nice. They're grown mm-hmm. with like careers. And this girl, mm-hmm. she's like very in her career, very good at her career. And then it's like a little bit enemies to lovers. Like, okay. Because they're not enemies, but yeah. they like have a really unfortunate in a, like business interaction with each other. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. And then her sister is like pregnant or whatever. And so they go to this town that one of the main girl's authors wrote about. Yeah. And they're, like, going there for a month. And basically, her sister's trying to bully her into having that Hallmark small-town farmer boy (laughs) romance, (laughs) which is so funny. And then, uh, I don't think it's a spoiler, because it is kind of most of the book. Okay. The, the, like, the guy she has that, like, falling out with in the book industry Mm -hmm. is actually from there and is in town helping his parents run their bookshop because his family's going through some, like, health stuff Mm -hmm. and money stuff. And so she shows up and is like, how is this man here? And like, <laughs> they're, ugh, I just love that she goes to a small town where it's just like a little farmer, like they're trying to force her into this farmer thing. And she goes, no, I'm going to stick with this big city boy who likes being a big city boy. And she like, doesn't change who she is. 
So, I like that. I like that. Really good book. Really, I mean, it's an easy read, but it's yeah. so good. And then I like Beach Read by her as well. Um, people meet, we meet on vacation is like Happy Place. It's good, but it's not my favorite. It's funny because I've only really heard about Beach Read. Yeah. It's really like, good. That's the one that's like in everything. Yeah. So that makes sense. That one's getting, op- got optioned for something too. Um, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do love, I watch a lot of Hallmark with my mom. I saw. Yes. <laughs> um, and one of my favorite tropes is when they accidentally meet and then they find out later. So like her finding him in the small town, honestly, I would fucking fall for that it's, so hard. Yeah. It was incredible. And I just, her adapting to this small town, like her sister creates a bucket list of stuff they have to do there. And it's like, wear a flannel, skinny dip in the lake. <laughs> like, it it's fine, she's just we, like, we no don't thinking. have flannel in the city. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, they go to, oh my God. It's just, I... It's such a good read. I love it. Okay. If I was going to say, like, read an Emily Henry book, Henry book, it's that one. Okay. Beach Read, very close second. I also reread that one. The other two were great, but not my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I could see myself in this character because nice. she is, like, workaholic. Yeah. She's like, I am not trading in my Jimmy Choo's for <laughs> cowgirl boots. That is not who I am as a person. Fuck that. Yeah. She tried to order a salad at a place, and they told her, please don't. And she said, I'm going to do it anyways, and deeply regretted it. <laughs> this is it's a nice, fun book. And there's not too many characters to make it confusing, which yeah, I think that was my qualm with Happy Place, is you have to follow like the storyline of like 10 characters, because it's this whole friend group and their partners. Yeah. They're just it, fine. <laughs> everybody just tries a lot to for do, me. at some point, tries to do like the Love Actually thing. I hate Love Actually, so it's a terrible <laughs> But, that, I mean, like, that setup where it's, like, there's, like, 10, 15 characters. Yeah. And they're all, like, you got to follow all the storylines. But also, they're all connected somehow. Yeah. I think the difference here is, so, with Happy Place, they're, like, all best friends. And they're, their storylines are all happening. They're all, like, side like side things. You don't really know what they're happening until they mention it to the character. So, we're not jumping perspective so much. But you are jumping in time back and forth. So, okay. you're you're following, like, through... Their friendships forming, through the relationship forming, through the relationship falling apart in the past, all while mm-hmm. they're trying to deal with the complication of their relationships now while ignoring all yeah. of the problems in them. So it's a little different just because I now know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. With like Valentine's Day, the movie did that too. Where yeah. it like is everybody's different perspective. Or he's just not that into you. He's just not that. I where think they all like converge. He's just not that into you. Did it a little better. Because it's a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie, phenomenal cast, but also, like, they pared it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Valentine's Day tried to do so many at once. Like, way too many. And, like, I just remember, like, scattered, like, shots in my head from that movie, Mm -hmm. which does include, like, Taylor Swift doing her, like, cheer routine. Absolutely iconic. Will live in my brain forever. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, why do I remember that more than the actual movie or like almost any plot from the movie? It's there because they were so skinny and like the, the, the storylines themselves were just so like starved. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> Not that that's a book we're talking about, but yeah, <laughs> I do remember Ashton Kutcher showing up with flowers and being like, he's cheating on you. And she's like, go away. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, I think. Yes, yes, it was. That's not like three. And then there's a woman on a treadmill in a power suit. I don't remember that one. Well, that's... Who was it? I. It could have been Marissa Tomei. It could have... Could be anyone. <laughs> I'm gonna look this <laughs> Pretty, up now. I feel like 
she is either the assistant or the power suit woman. There's no way she's the power suit woman. She never plays power suit women. The, my issue is like Marissa Tomei was in this movie. Yeah. I'm like 87% sure she's in this movie. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Valentine's Day. This only came out in... Tw- no, it's a short. Mm-mm. That's not what I'm looking for. Nope. Why is this so hard to find? This is... The government is trying to hide this 2010. There we go. Hide this from us. Um... Oh my god! See, like I'm looking at this, and like the top build cast members, like I, I, you could have told me, I never would have guessed that this is who we were talking about. Is this the same movie? Is this another movie with the same premise? No, because there's Ashton. That's the same movie. It is. I just, I really don't remember any of this. Wow. Taylor Swift is like not even in that, and I'm like, no, she's in it for like half a second. Yeah, with Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, and I'm like, how do I remember that more than like like fucking Kathy Bates because in this? Well, because Taylor Swift was yeah, she's our generation. Yeah, person. It was a very big moment for her to be in it. Okay. And Taylor Lautner was fresh out of Twilight. Yeah, and he, I think this is when they were dating, isn't it? Like IRL. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So we've got Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel. Oh, I can't tell. I don't know. Jessica Biel's Sean's celebrity crush, and I can't tell you one thing she's in, but now I can say Valentine's Day. I always mix her up with Jessica Alba. Well, good news. They're both in this movie. I know. So it's be right either way. Um, Jennifer Garner. It's funny you mentioned that one, though, because I did actually see that clip where she goes, when she finds out he is cheating, and she goes to the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the server. I got that on TikTok, yeah. too. Po- possibly why that's top of mind. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, Marissa Tomei is not in this movie. Are we sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I explicitly remember her being in this. How about we look up Marissa Tomei Valentine's Day and see if she's in it? Let's look up Power Suit Woman. Uh, she's on a, in a suit or on a treadmill. Maybe treadmill. Woman on a treadmill. I... Uh, Valentine's. I watched this movie way too recently Day to be movie. confused about it. Let's see here. I'm gonna try just woman on a treadmill Valentine's Day movie. Then we just treadmill. <laughs> treadmill. Yeah. Okay. Valentine's Day number eight movie clip. It looks like somebody. Who... That's Jessica Biel. <laughs> that is your fiance's hall pass. Not hall pass. Not hall pass. <laughs> Though. That'd be sad now. I feel in my heart of hearts. Let's just talk about hall passes. (laughs) I feel that a hall pass should be remotely attainable. Not like, not like it should be his, oh, this friend is my hall pass, but like. So she was in her office and she did this? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jessica Biel. I'm so sorry for your loss. But I, I feel like. Yes. You should pick someone that like in the right circumstance would actually like say a celebrity yes. could say yes. Yeah, not would, could potentially. Like somebody. I don't know anything about with. Jessica Biel, so maybe she's achievable. <laughs> but um, she's married to Justin Timberlake, and based on what the world knows about his penis now, I I'd say it's probably attainable. I'm so happy to not be a part of the world. <laughs> That's actually really nice for me. <laughs> That's a win. Don't ruin it. <laughs> nope, I don't want to know. What a world. What a world we have to live in. Kind of like when Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson broke up. She goes, but he's got a big penis, though. And we're like, thank you. 
Did you ever see the special, the first yes. special that he did after that, where he's like... He's like, please don't do that. Yeah, and he's like, she's just small. Everything looks big to her. <laughs> really funny. Um, oh, my God. God we have derailed. We derailed. Very much derailed. This is okay. This is why we're here with the cheese. It's the cheese's fault. Um, no, not me pounding a half a glass of, a half a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a half a glass, which was about a half was a bottle. a full glass of wine. <laughs> um... Anyways, read Emily Henry books. I am yeah. her biggest supporter. Okay. I think she's phenomenal. Okay. I think she writes characters really well. They are not children. They all have jobs, which, you know. Those are like your two big green flags. They all have jobs, and they didn't achieve those jobs in a way that is unethical. Yeah. Because as I was doing all these scathing reviews on Goodreads today, yes. I realized <laughs> that the books that I don't like have really unethical workplace behaviors. <laughs> And I just, it does not fly for me. So you're not into workplace romances? No, I love a workplace romance. Okay, okay, okay. I just have very strict guidelines with it. Mm-hmm. And I, if you want to hear about a book that I read recently that I did not like very much, I gave yes. it four stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because I, <laughs> I only give less than three stars if I, like, am actively telling people not to read a book. Mm-hmm. I So Allie Hazelwood, mm-hmm. are you familiar with her? She, yeah. I mean, I would think so. She wrote the Kylo Ren Ray fan fiction. I haven't read book. it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Out of her three, that is the best one. Mm-hmm. So I read the third one because that was also on my list. So that one is Love Theoretically. And it's like a academia PhD based type mm-hmm. of thing. She's already got her PhD. She's like trying to get a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but her like side gig to make money because she's a poor like adjunct or something, mm-hmm. um, is being a fake girlfriend. Nice. Which I love. And love it's that. for sure escorting. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, we love a sex positive girly. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely escorting without any like sexual interaction, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like the higher a date. So like the movie, the wedding date's a good example. Yeah. Um, well, they sleep together, so not a great example. <laughs> but, but it's a fucking good movie, though. Amazing movie. I will yes. always rewatch it. Um, but so she does that on the side, and it's like, whatever. So she's got this one guy. It's like unethical through her work with the app or whatever to mm-hmm. go on multiple dates with somebody. Ooh, but why? she's like done it for more than a month with this guy because she likes him. Um, and spoiler. They fall in love. No. Oh. <laughs> spoiler. He, the reason that they're doing it is because he's asexual and is afraid to tell his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got what a hot older brother <laughs> who hates her and they play this game which I'm pretty sure is because I, I don't know what the game's called I think it's like the black and white tiles that you like flip over and they're like only engineers are good at this game it's in my book cabinet or over there Othello. oh I don't think it's Othello really Maybe it is. It's whatever I played Lex Luthor at on the Superman computer game. Is that helpful for you? <laughs> so helpful. But anyways, only engineers are good at it. <laughs> so she's like at a family event. There's whatever. And then she's like eyeballing it. And he goes, do you want to play me? And they play. And she loses but barely and is furious. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I can't believe this guy knows how to play. And in his head, he's like, isn't she a teacher? How is she good at this game? Because <laughs> she's got some, like, s- silly, not silly, but, like, she's an engineer of something. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, no, I'm just, like, an art teacher. <laughs> As her, like, cover story. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And so they're both confused and furious and whatever. And then she... Wait, so they're just, like, within this the universe of this book... It still supports the, the idea that only engineers are good at this game. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, is they keep talking about how only engineers are good so, at this oh, game. Oh, so I thought it was, like, his thing that she was going to, like, challenge There's a huge thoughts. chance I'm saying engineer and it's a physicist. Okay. Either way. Because okay. I think, now that I'm thinking about it, the later conflict of theoretical versus something physics yeah. comes into play. Because she's a theoretical physicist mm-hmm. and he's whatever the other one is. And... So she applies for this job, goes to interview, and <gasps> this man not only is an interviewer, nightmare, um, but also he is her mortal, her and all theoretical physicists' mortal enemy because he, as a child, <laughs> wrote an article and submitted it to this big theoretical physicist magazine, and it was all lies, and they, like, signed off as, like, fact-checking or whatever you do in science. Peer-reviewed. Peer-reviewed, thank you, and submitted it. And then he came out and was like, yeah, I made all of this up. And so basically proved that they weren't actually doing thorough reviews. And that man that he ruined his career for is that girl's mentor. Fuck. So she hates this man. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And so she's trying to get this job, which is all cool. But then they, like, start forming this kind of, like, relationship dynamic. And he's, like, on the interview panel for her. And the whole time, I'm like, this feels like a situation where you should have excused yourself ethically from the decision process. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's very, I felt very uncomfortable with that. So, that was one of my qualms. Also, this is the big qualm I wanted to talk to you about. Because I haven't told you this. Mm -hmm. All of her exes thinks Twilight's a silly movie series. It's her favorite movie series. Okay. He is like, I'm going to watch this with you. Watches two of the movies and is like, I think I'm good. You can keep watching this without me. And I'm like, am I supposed to applaud this? <laughs> I'm like, there's Are five movies. Are we supposed movies. to like him after that? I was so, I literally, whatever I was trying to hold on to for him, despite the ethical workplace scenario, mm-hmm. the second he's just like, I'm not going to finish it. And she's like, that's okay. And they're like, it like near each other and he's just not watching it. I'm like, it's, it's the Twilight series finish it (laughs) yeah like you're missing the fun movies where everything is crazy looking yes and i just couldn't respect him after that yeah absolutely (laughs) like absolutely it's actually on that same note one of the books that i read recently and i gave this book five stars because i think it deserves five stars there's one part of it though so the serpent and dove series oh i tried yeah so there's the sequel series that, that um, yes. her and Jess released. Uh, first book came out like late last year. It's called The Sil- uh, Scarlet Veil. I love the book because it's got vampires. That's oh, my shit. Vampire. Yes. That is my shit. I think you should read this one. Okay. I think this is the one that I gave you the like addendum for where it's like... Oh, yeah. She is... Like, like Saley is kind of childish to start. Not like on purpose so much as like she's kind of conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Because she was raised with, like, so much privilege and, like, in such, like, a sheltered environment that she's really trying to break out of it. And she's doing, like, normal human fuck-ups along the way. Which is, like, you know, she tries to stand up to the guy that's, like, trying to, like, beat her up. And she's not successful. Because naturally, even though she's, like, working with, like, the police in yeah. this situation. Um, the police were, like, sketched, though, right? Yeah, because they're, like, They're, from, like, funded by the church they're, they're, or like, something. They're, like, within the church, Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and so she's like the first woman to join the Chaucers, right? And you're like, how is this working out? Like, because that's it happens kind of like in the epilogue of the last book. Okay. And so you're like, what is going on there? And it's going about as well as you can imagine from what we know about Saley. Okay. Which is just that it's not going well at all. That's fair. And her new fiancé, because it's like a time jump a little bit, her new fiancé is the head of the Chaucers. And we kind of find out that he's just been, like, essentially, like, just letting her skid through things and, like, not actually testing her. Yeah. And that's really frustrating, but, like, it's, it's like, justified frustrating, right? Because, like, we see this, like, childish character that's kind of, like, inexperienced character, and she doesn't just magically get better. Yeah she's not actually being challenged. She's yeah. not actually being taught. She's just being, like, coddled. And she recognizes that, and it's really frustrating for her. And I think it's really nice to read that, from that point of view at least. But her fiancé is such a piece of shit. Because there's, like, she doesn't talk bad about him, because she's just, like, the nicest. She's so sweet. Also, I, I imagine it's her fiancé, so talking bad about him is probably... Yeah, but, like, even her internal her. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, her okay. internal stuff is, like... She just can't see. She's like, I get it. It's because he loves me. And I'm like, he's like actually just being misogynistic though. Huh. Yeah. It's weird that her internal monologue would be so like filtered. Um, yeah. That's the thing is like, I'm like, how much of it is filtered and how much of it is because like she hasn't fully broken from like the mold that her family expects of her. Mm-hmm. Cause that's kind of like the, the overarching issue with her, like her privileged eye, like uh, experience in life. Is that her mom was just like, you're just going to be a wife and that's going to be okay. We will get you a farm in the countryside. Perfect. Yes. And you just got to have a husband and it's going to be beautiful and perfect. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the original series happened and that kind of blew up in their faces. Okay. Um, And so I think it is still like some of it's that leftover, like, this is the way it's supposed to be. He's supposed to love me, so he's supposed to protect me. And so that's okay. Yeah. And then... This is not really a spoiler. I'll try to say it without giving too much away because it's enough to like the like what you would have read in like the the, the first book. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not the first book, but like with the like the blurb for the book. Oh, okay. So she um, joins up with. So we didn't know that vampires existed in the original series. What it looks like is that vampires are La Dame Rouge, the witches yes. that use blood. Yes, and so that's the way it kind of was painted at first. Okay, because um, I thought they were vampires. <laughs> yeah, and so I think, so that's the thing, is like, I don't know if Mahurin initially intended for those to be vampires, okay. and then, like, later just added, like, actual vampires. Okay, so they're separate. They're not, They like, are the fully same. separate, yeah. Okay. So, like, what we find out later in the original trilogy is that La Dame Rouge and La Dame Blanc, all of them actually use the same process for magic. The thing is that La Dame Blanc, who are using the land, are using, like, bones and like the history of the land like like literally i'm sorry blanc is using bones which are white and yeah. rouge is using blood that's red yeah and it's, it's like it's not like they're actively like so searching track yeah it's not like they're actively searching for bones but like they're like oh yeah we get our magic from the earth and it's like but it's not just the earth itself it's the bones in the soil yeah it's like the soil it's like the the history of the earth itself okay and, and so we're like the same thing with like the blood is like it's the life force and so okay. you're getting it from like the life force and things um, where, like, the vampires, now that vampires have been introduced, like, actively actually bite. They, like, actually are doing vampire stuff. And he, obviously it's a he. There's, like, the vampire that she's falling in love with. Oh. Okay. Even though she's not admitting that she's falling in love with him. Oh, amazing. Yes. Yes. A nice little enemies to lovers. Um, but in the kind of flavor that I like more, which is that, like, 
they're bickering and they're like argumentative and they're kind of like nemeses, but they're working together. Mm. Um, so he is actually challenging her. I I love that in a book. I yes. love when you have the two male options. Yes. One is just like enabling like childlike behaviors and not letting them grow. Yeah. And then the other is like, you could do better than that. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to root for the you can do better than that. Yes, absolutely. And you should always root for the you can do better than that. I think there's obviously, because he like, he takes care of her in like a different way. Um, in a way that I think they both need the boundaries for. Because like, he needs boundaries for reasons that I won't get into. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, of course he does. Um, but she also like, that helps that gives her the space to figure out what hers actually are Mm -hmm. which i think is really important when somebody like in her situation yeah has because she pretty much like in the books she starts out as reed's uh fiance and reed's the main guy Yeah, yeah yeah and then that doesn't work out because he eventually goes with lou lou and reed lou reed (laughs) yep Mm mm-hmm I wonder how like how far into the book or if she knew that from the beginning because once I realized that about my characters I probably would have like changed the names just out of There's like a 90% chance that's intentional. Yeah. Um and so then pretty much like when she's already dating Jean-Luc her fiance in the sequel series isn't like it's announced like the 3 month later epilogue basically. So yeah. it's not that far between when she was engaged to Reed and it's like less than a year. And when she's already dating his best friend. Wow. Yeah. And it's very, it's, it's like, it's ho behavior, but not in like the like ho ho, but in the like, she has to have a man by her side because that is how she's been raised. Totally fair. Get it. Yeah. Um, so no chastity with the Chaucers. That wasn't a, a requirement of being in the church. I feel like there was a whole thing of like, you can't be with anyone. Um, not for the Chaucers. The Chaucers can marry because they're technically, like, civilian, but, like... Oh, but the but the one guy, Reed? Yes. He said, I actually love God so much that I'm going to be chased to not be with you anymore. And that's why they broke up. No, he was saving himself till marriage. Well, wouldn't they just get married then? But he didn't end up saving himself till marriage. Well, no, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know um, if that happened in the book I read. <laughs> I don't. Book, I was so confused on that. I don't think so. The reason he, because he realizes that he, spoiler alert, he realizes that he can do magic and that yeah. scares him a little bit. And so it's not so much that they stop having sex, but it's more that he feels the need to like double down on his beliefs at first for a second, not in hating her, but like in his own like how he lives his lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he went back to being chased if I, I, I honestly Oh, I don't mean say. going back. I mean when he and Cecily, what's her name? Saley. Saley <laughs> broke up. <laughs> I feel like he was like, I just love the church and I don't have time for both. I thought, I thought that was the messaging oh, I was oh, getting. I meant oh, them too. I thought you meant, okay, okay. No, I haven't gotten to any, anything with, with, them. Who, with Lou Reed. Yeah. I mean, I finished that first book, but yeah. they don't really like split. Not or really. really. They don't even really. They, they, their, their relationship really takes off in the second book. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know, I meant Cecily. Cecily. Uh, whatever. Saline. <laughs> Saline. Uh, I think he was just saying that to like make her feel better. So 
he wasn't supposed to be hanging out with witches, and so he couldn't exactly be like, I am in love with another woman who is but a witch. But they broke up before that. Yeah, but he didn't realize that, like, that's the thing, is, like, he was, it was one of those things where it's, like, you don't have to break up with her if you want to do this. You're breaking up with her because you want to be a free yeah, agent. that's... And he wouldn't, like, he, he has to be, like, the chivalrous guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that eye roll with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I listened to this as an audiobook, and there were a lot of French names, and so it was a very confusing yeah. audiobook for me. Maybe I'll go back and figure it out at some point, but... I do, I do love the dynamic of the, like, the, like, person she thinks she loves and these so, like, I don't know, just bland Mm -hmm. and boring and awful. Mm -hmm. And then the guy that's, like, dangerous and, like, wants to challenge her and wants her to be her own independent person. Yeah. How very feminist. This This is the future liberals want. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely is. Ugh. Thank you for joining me for another episode of In Bed With Books, a bookish podcast for bookish babes. Make sure to like and subscribe so you can keep up with all of the latest updates. And if you have any suggestions for authors, books, or topics that you want to hear about on the podcast, then feel free to DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. I'm wishing you a lovely rest of your day, and until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.